Okay. So real quick, before we start this episode, we had to go back for some edits. So today is actually January 20th, also known as Inauguration Day. So Trump did some dumb shit this morning and then flew off to the swamps. But in Washington, Biden and Kamala were sworn in this afternoon. And I just have to say, I have so many feelings about it. So many positive feelings about it. Emily, how do you feel? Elated, joyful. <laughs> if I had children, this would be like a firstborn child moment. Yes. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm so excited. Like Trump didn't even say goodbye. He left a note. See you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough five years, really. The year... The years like leading up or the year leading up to 2016 to that election was also like politically traumatic. And although I know that we have a long way to go and the changes that need to be made can't be fixed overnight, I feel like I can finally take a deep breath and look forward to the future politically. And um, to see Kamal Harris, like a woman of color, a person of color, be the second most powerful person in the country is just wow. It's beautiful to see. You know what else is beautiful to see? Her monochromatic outfit today. I know. She looked good. She looked good. And Michelle, oh my God. (laughs) All all of Twitter is buzzing about Michelle. Wearing monochromatic everything. I was living for it. Right? I was like, I mean, Lady Gaga looked great. I was like, Twitter is a buzz about about Michelle Obama and how she came to slay. I was like, I wonder what it (laughs) is. Oh my God. That was that fist bumping moment was like so amazing. It was because it, it was so much in one little move, like Kamala, Michelle, and like so much was said between their looks. And I don't know, it just, I honestly teared when I teared up when I saw that. I was just like, oh my God, this is freaking crazy. That was so good. It was so good. Today is a good day. Today is a new day. I am so freaking happy about it. I mean, today's just a great day. Great day. <laughs> Very true. All right. That's all we wanted to just make a little tidbit about the election. I'm so, so happy today. Biden is our president and Kamala Harris is our vice president. It's all about having glossy skin. Go. Hey, Regals. My name is Jalicia Green, and welcome to the second episode of While I'm At It, the show where I talk about everything from relationships, dating, sex, life in general, pop culture. We are going to cover it all on this show. Today, our topic is self-care and skincare, and I'm joined by one of my very best friends, Emily Treadwell. Say hey, girl. Oh, hey. I'm so excited you're here. Um, Thank you for joining me today. Sure, of course, of course. Happy to be here. Thanks to the pandemic, we haven't seen each other since when, about like St. Patty's Day, I think. Yeah, it was like after our birthdays. Yeah, I think think my last, my annual St. Patty's Day party, and the very next day they shut everything down, and it was kind of quarantine, haven't seen um, about 50% of the people that I know, Almost, almost no one from that party. So it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least we had like a good like blowout before, you know, everybody went into hiding, I guess. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And we have the same birthday. So at least we both got to celebrate our birthday before. I know that's true. We went to that really good pizza spot on the Riverwalk. That's right. We did. Okay. So yes, at least we had some fun right before quarantine hit in. That's great. So tell me what you've been watching. I want to know what, what your quarantine TV is. Oh God, I feel like this year has been like 
15 years all jam-packed into one, like Tiger King, Queen's Gambit, uh, Lovecraft Country, The Flight Lovecraft Attendant. Country. Yes. Yes. The Flight Attendant just wrapped that one up. Oh, I haven't it. watched that one, now. Kaylee Cuoco, a flight attendant. She essentially, like, witnesses a murder and is trying to, like, exonerate herself. Super good. Don't want to give anything away, but 10 out of 10 recommend. Okay. Okay. I'm going to add that one to my list. I've been super into... Um, Obviously, Queen's Gambit. That was amazing. I just finished The Wilds, which, which was so good. I highly recommend it. It's like drama. There's mystery. It's a little bit of like Lord of the Flies meets Maze Runner. Oh, here for say. that. Yeah. So I'm super into that. And Bridgerton was good, too. Oh, yes. Bridgerton was so good. Shonda Rhimes, I'm always a fan. She's my freaking favorite. It was like a pastel paradise. Like oh, my Visually gosh. stimulating. I'm not super usually into period dramas, but that's definitely the best one I've ever seen. Oh God, I totally am. Uh, I'm a sucker for a period drama. (laughs) Give me some like Mad Men, anything, period piece. I'm here for it. I love it. Um, So Emily, I feel like you definitely know about self-care and skincare, even specifically my skincare. Um, Uh, Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about probably whoever's listening to this probably doesn't know um, that we are big into music festivals, but there is one called Electric Forest in Michigan that happens every summer. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, listeners, whoever's actually listening to us right now, um, Julicia, one morning, we'd been partying all night, wakes her happy butt up at, I don't know, it's probably like six o'clock in the morning, and her ass is standing looking into the car window as a reflection and had her full skincare routine, like a whole like 12 step process and an Evian bottle. I kid you. Not. It really worked like the charm. The window, it just everything I needed in a bottle of Evian. You want to have some really pure water <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the woods. Look, I just don't see a reason to skip your skincare, even in the woods. If I'm at the festival, if I'm at Coachella and I'm in the desert, I definitely need to do it more then than I do at home. Not even showering. Like you were just really scared <laughs> about your freaking face. Like what? I don't want to break out. No, you know? I don't want to. I don't either. Nobody ever wants that. I mean, look, I'm saying we've come home trashed on a Saturday night with an armful of Taco Bell, jumped into bed, ate said Taco Bell and passed out. Um, if you haven't done this, you're not living, by the way. And missed my skincare routine on those nights. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm always like full face makeup, you know, smeared, smeared <laughs> across your face. And then you're you're sweaty because your pores have pores have been clogged all night. Mm-hmm. So I try to avoid that at all costs. But in the desert or in the woods where electric forests, it definitely can't happen. So that's what I did. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. I would have done the same exact thing. Um, granted, at that point in time, I'm like utilizing like baby wipes just to get my myself going in the forest. But, you know, it is what it is. But on a regular day basis, 100% for a day and night skincare routine. And I know you see all those like Instagram influencers saying, I know you all ask, but like literally that's that's not real life. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so what is your skincare routine? Tell me. Honestly, um, Cetaphil, tried and true. Since, God, I don't know, like eighth or ninth grade, using Cetaphil to like actually wash my, wash my face. My dermatologist from home in Texas, here in Chicago, always have, have stuck with it just as an actual cleanser. And then I've just started using Lancome. I have no idea what the actual products are. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I'm opening up my Ulta app right now. Um, like the Genifique, if that's how you say it, I'm sorry, I'm not French. I don't know how to pronounce like half of this stuff. Um, what is that? Is it like a moisturizer? They, it's a serum. It's an anti-aging serum because God knows your girl gets some Botox. (laughs) Um, 
So I have their serums. I use their toners. There's um, an anti-aging like rose water gel um, moisturizer. And then finish it off. Um, Big Glossier Girl, too. They have their priming moisturizer. 10 out of 10 recommend. I have super oily skin, very oily T-zone. Um, and it doesn't necessarily break me out in any capacity, which is great. Yeah, I have incredibly oily T-zone as well. So I always wear like a mattifying anything, everything on my face. I like to do mattifying to kind of help with that over the day. Oh, As same. the day goes on. Absolutely. And I mean... If if I can get away with utilizing like a powder or something like that, I can totally do that. But then I also get like on the cheap end too, like the NYX like mattifying primers before I put on any makeup. Granted, okay. that's kind of going into the next subject, but we're here for skincare, not makeup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel that. Um, so I like to use, I was using Cetaphil, but so Emily recently got me on TikTok. Not, I don't make videos, <laughs> but got, I went down the TikTok rabbit hole for about three hours on New Year's Day. And now that there's a guy on there named Hiram that everybody's obsessed with, and he was really promoting um, using CeraVe instead of, not against Cetaphil, but really promoting CeraVe. And what I liked about the CeraVe, though, is that it has niacinamide in it as well. Mm -hmm. And I use the ordinary niacinamide, um, their their acid, but um, I thought, like, you know, what it can't hurt. So I tried, I actually bought it like two weeks ago. And my when I ran out of my Cetaphil, and I kind of really like it. Um, I love the way it's feels my skin. It feels like really nice and smooth. So I've been using that as my face wash, and then I put some niacinamide on. I go to the dermatologist because I have really complicated skin. So I have acne that I use um a acne treat an acne treatment for it's the epidural gel forte. And then after that, I put on my moisturizer, which is the Murad moisturizer brand that have a mattifying sunscreen that I love. It's like SPF 45, always down for some SPF on my face mm-hmm. every single day, especially if I'm using the acids and the epidural forte and things like that. So I've been kind of just using those in the morning. And then at night I have, a, the only difference at night actually is that I have a, um, okay. another acid that's just going to help with shedding the, of the dead cells. Okay. Okay. Like an exfoliator mask. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. I stopped using any of these exfoliators that are actually like rubbing in your skin really rough. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I heard it's like all the drama over the last like what, the St. Ives year. stuff and like yes. skin. Yeah. the St. Ives and the, um, there's the great, like all those apricot and grapefruit scrubs that yeah, are like actually the Kylie's micro tears. Yeah. Yes. Which, you know what? Maybe there's some truth to it. I don't know. I'm not a dermatologist. I don't know. Right. But, you know, sometimes you just got to get that crap off your face. Like, right. do what you got to do. Maybe once a month, maybe twice. Who knows? But Right. You I'm used not... to use the same knives, right? Do you still use it? I do. Yeah. No, I stand it. Like, absolutely. Like, sometimes you just need, like, a good exfoliating. Like, obviously, this is not an everyday use. I don't ever recommend that. But... Um, yeah, every once in a while, just kind of clean up your skin. Right. Yeah. Especially with a lot of the other acids that I use on my face, they cause, um, a lot of flaking and dead skin that's kind of drying on my face. And if I don't use some sort of scrub to get it off, Mm -hmm. then it just kind of sits there and it looks really flaky throughout the day. And I don't like that. So I have to like use some sort of scrub every now and then Mm -hmm. to get all those dead cells, skin cells off that are laying on top. So... 
Um, wait, you, you mentioned Botox earlier. Are you getting Botox? Uh, yeah, I've done it before. 10 out of 10 recommend doing it again. Um, most recently I had actually gone with my sister. She had a horrible adverse reaction. So everybody teach their own, um, always, you know, reach out to a medical professional. I am not one, but, um, for myself, very much into it. Did my 11s, did my, my forehead. I am very talkative with my eyebrows. I, you know, this, mm-hmm. at yes. right now. <laughs> at as right she now. moves her face with I her know. eyebrows, I'm very intensely. expressive with my face. If anybody knows me, all my friends know that I talk to my eyebrows, my eyebrows are the pillars of my face. Um, yeah, she did a great job just making sure that she didn't put too much in, but enough to just kind of, you know, take away the fine lines. I mean, granted, this is a little preventative and I'm just a vain person. You know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, no, my sister on the other end had really bad migraines, um, like for a solid 48 hours. I like, couldn't get out of bed, but wow. her face looks great. But yeah, I mean, again, everybody, you know, pick your own, whatever you want to do. But I'm a big advocate and fan of Botox. So how often do you have to get... Botox, I guess. Um, it depends on the person and how much CCs they put in your skin. So, I mean, I didn't get a ton. So probably like every six to nine months. Okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, not, not horrible, but again, it, you know, it's a vanity cost and you have to pay out of pocket and what have you, unless you have some kind of, you know, people get it for migraines or stuff like that. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so people get migraines in for, you mm-hmm. know, other treatments as well. I'm personally just trying to ride this black don't crack thing until I'm at least 35. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. I mean, you don't even have a wrinkle on your face. So I, you're completely fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to run with this. I'm also very expressive with my face, though. So we'll see. But that people say black don't crack. And I'm really, really counting on that. <laughs> so I'm, to yeah. save me some money. <laughs> and to save me from needles in my face. I'm definitely not anti-Botox at all. I totally believe in it. If I see myself starting to crack earlier than I want. And it's going to make me feel good about myself. I think... I'll for sure do it. Oh, it's a for sure confidence booster. Right. You know, whatever makes you feel better, absolutely go for it. That's how I feel about it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the lip injections. Um, Almost on anybody, just because I've seen, I I very rarely see somebody who has lip injections who doesn't look like they have lip injections. Mm -hmm. No, I, I have to agree to that. Some people get, will get like the minor ones and you'll see those individuals who do it for like a gummy smile or something like that to like kind of stop that. But I mean, if you want to get lip, lip injections, by all means, do it. I personally wouldn't. I know you obviously wouldn't, but. Yes, but to each their own. It's okay. always to each their own. I, what I do like about Botox, though, is that for people who have acne, it does seem to help with that. Um, I'm not exactly sure why. My understanding, at least anybody correct me if I'm wrong, is that it does help to minimize the pores, which can obviously help with you having less acne mm-hmm. in your oil, your um, your pores being clogged with oil, like, so it makes sense to me, but which would be really nice, but I'm not really ready to have like the frozen face. Yes. As your face, <laughs> does your face feel frozen? Um, it definitely feels weird. It feels like literally somebody like pulling on your forehead muscles, okay. like straight up. I'm not going to lie to you probably for like a week and a half until it kind of gets a little bit more normal. So you okay. look a little bit kind of frozen, but you're not like looking like an Adam Sandler, like spoof movie. So <laughs> one of our mutual friends, she gets Botox and the other day she was at my house and she goes, Oh, I feel the Botox kicking in. My face is starting to freeze. You really can. <laughs> you actually can. Like you literally feel like it feels like you're getting like a little mini facelift. Like your scalp is being pulled back. I, so what I didn't realize is that it wasn't instantaneous. No. And so this is maybe a couple of days after she'd gotten it. So I was like, what do you mean you're feeling it now? Um, so that's interesting to me. Yeah. You'll like, you can kind of see it over the first couple of days because it'll like sit in your skin like any other shot. 
you know, like a vaccine kind of thing. You can like just kind of see it sitting there and then it slowly disperses and might be some bruising. I'm super pale. I mean, you guys can see just by the photo that I'm incredibly fair skinned. So I bruise super easily as well. But yeah, after, I don't know, like three or four days, you can really start to feel it kicking in by like day seven, like your face looks so smooth. Right. I agree. So, oh yeah. So you are very pale skinned, but I mean, I I feel like, is there anything that you feel like you need to do extra for your skincare? Obviously you wear SPF. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yes. Yeah, definitely one of those people um, moisturize constantly. And then anytime I go outside, like, I don't care if it's like the dead of winter, like Rihanna says, like, you always need to be wearing SPF no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. whatever season it is, always throw some on because I am very fair skinned. I've had skin cancer run in my family. So just throw it on. Like, what can it hurt other than spending a couple extra bucks? Like, put on sunscreen. Yeah, SPF should be the staple of every one's skincare routine is the most important part of your skincare routine to prevent, obviously just prevent, um, skin cancer, Mm -hmm. especially for people like you who are more pale, but it's your, if you, if you're worried about aging early, if you're using products that cause, so that can, um, allow sun damage to be Mm -hmm. caused easier, you know, I have a little hyperpigmentation, which a lot of black people do, um, from popping pimples and things like that, mm-hmm. or just like it easily scars. We, I easily get a lot of hyperpigmentation. So uh, some of the products I use, like azelaic acid, you really have to use a sunscreen after you use those products, mm-hmm. because if not, you can do more damage to your skin actually than less. So SPF no. saves lives. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, if you are using these products, like you're saying, like, I need these acids, like great to this is throwing back to like years ago when we were on that on your rooftop at your old apartment when we were making margaritas and that girl had cut up, I don't even know who it was to be quite honest with you, but she had cut up that lime and we were outside and then she ended up getting burns because she had lime juice on her hands. And oh yes. Same, same concept. I Just totally don't forgot do that for your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wash your hands, wash your face. <laughs> no lime juice on the hands or lime juice on the face. That's what we'll say. Okay. That's fine. I agree. So Right now, we're living through a pandemic, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, not fun. And self-care is, you know, kind of the staple that we hear about all of the time. Everybody's talking about self-care and, you know, what what does it actually even mean? What is self-care for you? Oh, God. I mean, apart from just, like, you know, taking mental breaks, I don't know. I think I fell into, like, all the fads of, like, following TikToks and baking. Like, it just... A mental break and like, you know me and you know, everybody else knows me. I'm a huge baker. Like I don't even Mm -hmm. like sweets. I just like to bake and give them away kind of thing. But that kind of self-care, just give yourself a self-pamper. My boyfriend just got one of those Theraguns. Like they're amazing. Would totally recommend them. Granted, get them on Amazon or somewhere cheap. Yeah, I have one. I got one this year too. It's amazing. Yes. Like that I would consider self-care. And like, if you just need like an hour alone, just like sit in the bathtub or just meditate or do yoga or whatever you can, whatever space you're in, if you're in a studio apartment or if you are in a big mansion out in the suburbs, whatever, take some time for yourself and realize it will be okay. So self-care for you is like a little bit more simplistic. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's more like about headspace. Exactly. And like relaxing. Okay. Okay. So, cause I feel like, you know, a lot of the self-care trends revolve around things like getting a massage, which is expensive. We're also living in a pandemic. So should people be going to get massages right now? That's questionable. Yes. And you do you. Right. So we have that issue. Um, I go, but that's because I have, um, 
some back issues. So I go to get more of like clinical massage. Mm -hmm. It's not really about self-care for me, but you know, let's talk about, you know, if you get your nails done and you're getting a pedicure that at least for us, we live in Chicago, that's an $80 cost right there. If I want to get a manicure and a pedicure, that's at least $80 um, plus a tip for Mm -hmm. plus a tip. So that can get really expensive. Um, what are other people there? What, what other types of expensive self-care? Getting your hair done, going yes. shopping sprees. Granted, a lot of places have a lot of restrictions right now, but. I don't know. I mean, online shopping sprees can be just as therapeutic. Oh my gosh. Me and Shein are best friends now. Um, I don't know if anybody knows what that is, or I could be saying it wrong. It's Shein, Shein. I don't know saying? either. Oh my gosh. I have just spent so much money during this pandemic on like stuff I don't even need. Who needs 15 bikinis? Like not. they do have really nice things for um for a really low price i bought a lot of stuff for music festivals there so yeah yeah it's a nice website but yeah i like so we have shopping and that's kind of my issue like self-care for me often tends to be shopping which i've actually gotten way better about this year instead of you know buying a lot of senseless clothing mainly because i have nowhere to wear them I'm not going oh, anywhere. Oh my so. gosh. It's like those TikTok trends. Like I bought this one and I look great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why am I buying this? I have nowhere to, nowhere to wear it. So things like that. Um, for me, I think. Oh, big on books too. Sorry. Oh yes. Totally reading. Forgot. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Big on reading. Um, it's I my just, favorite thing to do. Yeah. My oh favorite my pastime. <laughs> um, just so you guys know her absolute, uh, her entire collection because I can't even say it's on a bookshelf but her absolute entire collection is all color coordinated so it's in a rainbow it is in a rainbow it took me three days to do that oh my gosh she like Marie Kondo'd her book yeah yeah it's great but yeah no big on reading I think Jaleesia is way bigger into it than I am um I did read the white album by Joan Didion I'm very proud but (laughs) (laughs) recently um yeah just reading I don't know it's a little getaway it's a it's a world escape that doesn't involve staring at a screen yeah Obviously, I love TV. You know, we talked about some new TV shows this year, but it doesn't really feel like the escape anymore when it's just one most one of the things that you're doing because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, when you can binge something in a day, then what right. else? <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you're going to talk real self care, the most ideal situation would be me taking a vacation. That's not going to happen right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if we want to talk about my favorite type of self care. That's what it is right now. I think my favorite type of self-care is just probably reading, spending time to spending time with myself and kind of learning to decompress. Cause that's the biggest thing I probably learned this year is like, how am I going to spend time with myself? Um, as a person who is such a people person, who's used to being out all mm-hmm. the time, who's used to never being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of enjoyed it at the same time. So it's yeah, something you new. literally moved into your new apartment alone without a roommate for the first time in like ever. Yeah. For year, the first time. The yeah. In the middle of the pandemic where I yeah. also couldn't go out and do other things to see other people either. So yes, that's been interesting, but you know, mental health right now has been such a huge issue for so many people mm-hmm. and Absolutely. everybody. And unfortunately we have the issue of so many people also being at home with abusers um, and not being able to escape that situation because so many people are still working from home. I'm not working from home because that's not possible for me. You work from home partially right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's about 
50-50. Okay. So for you, when you, I think you, when the pandemic first hit, were you all always from home? No, I was still going in. Okay. So yeah. how's working from home for you and like your mental health? Do you find it oh, no, relaxing? I, no, no, no. I swear. I just feel like I'm working a lot more than I typically would because I mean, I could just literally get up and just throw my hair up in a bun, put on a sweatshirt and just sit and I'm working like more hours than I typically would like to be working mm-hmm. versus when I'm physically in office and my, my boss is there and it's like, okay, stop, go home. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So it's kind of for you, it's been like an overwork situation. I kind of, yeah. I mean, like, obviously I know my limitations and I know my boundaries, but like, I'm just like, I'd rather get it done now than have to like wait and just do it later. Like, I don't like to procrastinate, like just get it done. But that's just right. me. That's my own cross to bear kind of thing. But um, yeah, I mean, to your point, just being, you know, working from home and everybody doing, oh, everybody doing that, um, it can be isolating. And then you're, you know, you're just kind of looking at the same four walls every single day and that takes a toll on somebody's, you know, psyche. It really does. I feel like, you know, obviously depression levels are spiking. I've seen it. I've heard a lot about it. Um, I Speaking just mental health way, we just had a, sh- a spree shooting here in Chicago from mm-hmm. someone who was very, suffering very from a mental health crisis and unfortunately took a couple, took a lot of lives. So people are snapping and I think self-care isn't always possible at the, for this at the same status for everyone because we have people who can't afford to do things, especially now. You can't afford to go to get a massage, mm-hmm. even if even if you shouldn't be, or if you could, you can't afford to get one. A lot of people can't afford to go afford to go to the nail salon or mm-hmm. take a vacation, etc. So, like meditation is really big. I personally do not meditate. I don't find it soothing. I don't really know how to either. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I know that people do classes. I know a girl right now videos. who's teaching some classes from college, um, but I haven't. The idea of meditation doesn't feel like relaxing to me. I don't know. Do you meditate? I will. At least more like a, like a moment of silence, if you will. Like just, if I need just peace and quiet, like I am that person, like when I'm done working for the day or I've done something like super, like mentally anguishing, like just give me like five minutes of time just to sit alone, to, to just breathe, decompress, like just shut out the world and have a moment. Like if it's just scrolling on my phone, looking at something on like Buzzfeed or something of that capacity, just giving myself that, that space, that time that has nothing to do with work or stressors outside of work, just five, 10 minutes alone. Just, I don't know. And and that's just me. I don't know, you know, what you like to do to decompress, but that's me sitting on the couch, becoming like part of the couch, (laughs) just sit there and, and take the time that I need just for me, like away from my boyfriend to like get a glass of wine or whatever I need to do. Just give me a moment of just me and not having to worry about other things. Right. I don't know. I think that I don't think I actually have learned how to decompress yet. If I'm being honest fully. So maybe that's something I need to learn on. That'll be, I'll add that to my 2021 goal list. Oh, there you go. Things to learn on, things to learn <laughs> how to decompress because I'm constantly going all the time, incredibly busy. It's go, 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 go. I so, that. yeah. So maybe, yeah. So maybe meditation could be nice. We'll see. Like I said, I know somebody teaching classes. Maybe I'll join. <laughs> um, so overall, thank you, Emily, for joining oh, me thank today. You me. I appreciate it so much. Um, tell me, okay, before we end, tell me what your one favorite skincare product is. 
Ooh, favorite skincare product. I would absolutely have to say the Glossier Priming Moisturizer because it's like just enough, but it's a buildable product. Mm-hmm. So if you want like something quick and on the go, like if I'm running to Target and like I'm having like some cracked dry skin, like just super quick or if I want to like slather it on, you know, like people are doing the slugging thing with right. gasoline. Granted, I would never do that because I have greasy skin already, um, but it is buildable. So if I'm like going to bed and I want like something thick on my skin, the Glossier Priming Moisturizer. Okay. I'm here for that. I think my one product that I can't live without is probably going to be my, hmm. Oh, it's, you know, it's going to be my moisturizer because it's the mattifying moisturizer Mm -hmm. with the SPF in it. And like I said, I have an incredibly um, oily T-zone. So having that mattifying moisturizer has helped me a ton from being, you know, just shiny like the, like the, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be super shiny like a sign at the end of the day. So that really helps me a lot. You're glistening. I like, I like to glisten. I do like to glisten. (laughs) A little pop here, a little pop there. I do like to glisten, but I don't want to be incredibly shiny. So I really love my mattifying moisturizer. It's been a game changer. Oh, you know what I totally forgot to mention? I love these two products so much, so I want to put them out there. The Dr. Gross Alpha Beta Pill Pads and the Drunk Elephant Polypeptide Moisturizer. I live live for the drunk elephant in the winter when my skin has dried all the way out and I'm in deep need of some serious moisture. So I really highly recommend it. Um, I'll use no, that at night. It's like a, it's thicker. Yes. Great to sleep in. Yeah. And it feels like so good. I always use that at night and then I still use my mirrored sunscreen during the day, but it's like when you wake up, your skin feels kind of like refreshed and moisturized from the near like nighttime routine. So I really like it because it's just so dry here in the, in the winter. Oh my gosh. I can't stand it. I'm a southerner <laughs> and coming here, moving here five years ago. My little my Texan. Skin. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm also currently trying to find a tinted sunscreen that I like for like a light coverage, a day-to-day coverage. I just tried, um, I forget what it was. It was, I didn't like it. It's a pretty good CC cream with 50 SPF. Yeah. You know what? I was thinking about trying that one next because the one I just tried, I didn't really like. It was giving me kind of like a greasy look. And so it's kind of hard to find one, you know, with my oily skin to, that's not going to make me look really good greasy. So I didn't really like it, but I'm going to, I was thinking about trying that it one. It was, I've seen it on a lot of websites, so that might be my next one, but I'll get back to you on the one I decide on. For sure. Let me know how it turns out. Yeah. So overall, thank you, Emily, so much. I'm so glad you were able to join me on the second episode, um, which so happens to be the first episode we actually recorded, which is fun. Uh, any parting words for the people? (laughs) (laughs) Any parting words for the people? love yourself love each other no judgment to anybody and do what you gotta do all right i love that um everybody have a great rest of your day say bye to the people bye everybody thanks for listening And finally, I told you that we would be doing affirmations at the end of each episode. So let's do one from The Help. It is one of my favorites. You are kind. You are smart. You are beautiful. Now take a deep breath and remember who the fuck you are. Bye.
Please, 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 if you enjoyed my show, make sure that you go to iTunes and give me a five-star rating. The more ratings, the more people that will be able to see my podcast and join our Regal-ass family here. If you just want to talk or you want to see what's coming up next, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Wyatt underscore pod and on Facebook at Wyatt pod. That's Wyatt, W-I-A-T. Bye.